The year is 1717, and after a night of drinking and partying, Benjamin Hornigold's crew threw all of their hats overboard. The next day, it was clear what they had to do. They captured a merchant ship, took their hats, and then left. Not harming anyone, not taking anything else, just their hats. Like so many of the pirate stories of the era, there's a blurry line between documented facts and what can be inferred and what was absolutely made up. Regardless of the exact events that went down three centuries ago, and to be clear, I'm not saying it isn't important. It is. It's just not the goal here. The goal here is to give a quick history from the general consensus and then focus more on the lessons that we can use right here, right now, in the present. Hornigold was not always a terror of the high seas. Born in England around the turn of the 18th century, he sought his fortune as a privateer in the Caribbean, a legal pirate in essence, commissioned by the crown to raid enemy vessels. But peace was bad for business, and with the end of the War of Spanish Succession in 1713, Hornigold found himself, along with his crew and many other privateering vessels, out of work, and so he turned to a life of outright piracy. Hornigold's career in piracy was both storied and a little unconventional. He quickly became infamous for his plundering and marauding, yet he carried a peculiar code of honor. Despite his new career, he consistently refused to attack British ships perhaps still feeling an allegiance to his own country. He was one of the founding members of the Pirate Republic in Nassau, located in the Bahamas, where rogue sailors lived in kind of a salty, sun-soaked utopia. His student and later famed pirate Edward Thatch, better known as Blackbeard, sailed under his flag. Hornigold was probably one of the first, if not the first, to champion a sort of proto-democratic crew where everyone had a vote for who the captain would be and how they would operate. This would prove to be his undoing when he was voted off of his own ship, when his crew became greedy and wanted to attack the British ships as well. I guess it's just difficult to reason with some people. Hornigold's exploits were so legendary that he was hunted by pirate hunters like Captain Woods Rogers. But Hornigold's high sea hijinks were not the last. In 1718, when the British offered a pardon to all pirates who renounced their unlawful ways, Hornigold took the deal, turning his back on his life of crime. He spent the rest of his days hunting his former comrades, including his protege Blackbeard, as a pirate hunter himself. Thus, the storied life of Benjamin Hornigold went from privateer to pirate and finally to pirate hunter, leaving in its wake a trail of tales as varied as the hats he loved so dearly. A key takeaway from Hornigold's story, I don't think he ever really thought of himself as a pirate. After the war, he saw the Spanish continuing to harass British vessels, some of which he surely would have known personally, and probably started out just trying to protect these English ships. Coupled with the fact that him and his crew had effectively had been abandoned after the peace treaty was signed, it was also likely a strategy of survival. A few lessons we can draw from his story for life and business today are adaptability and resilience. 
Hornigold's shift from privateer to pirate to pirate hunter shows his ability to adapt to changing circumstances. In life and business, being able to pivot and adjust to new situations is vital for survival and success. Loyalty and integrity. Despite turning to piracy, Hornigold maintained a loyalty to his home country, refusing to attack British ships. His personal code of honor was a rarity in his line of work. This shows the importance of maintaining integrity even in the face of adversity or potential profit. Mentorship and leadership. Hornigold is remembered not just for his own exploits, but also for the success of his protege, Blackbeard. His ability to teach and inspire others highlights the value of mentorship and leadership. In business, effective leadership and fostering growth in others can lead to a collective success. Making the most of opportunities. Hornigold seized opportunities as they presented themselves, whether it was the end of the War of Spanish Succession, pushing him into piracy, or to offer a pardon leading him to become a pirate hunter. This teaches us to remain open to opportunities and not to be afraid of making radical changes when circumstances demand. Knowing when to quit. Hornigold's acceptance of the pardon shows his recognition of the changing tides and the dangers of continuing his life as a pirate. In business, understanding when to quit, change strategies, or pivot is often as important as knowing when to persevere. Long-term consequences. However, Hornigold's story also serves as a cautionary tale about the long-term consequences of our actions. His life of piracy eventually led him to a life of hunting former allies, and despite his pardon, his past was never entirely left behind. Similarly, in business, short-term gains achieved through dubious means can lead to long-term negative consequences. Hornigold's ship was reported to have been lost at sea in a hurricane around 1719, where it is believed he lost his life, though his legacy still lives on in history 300 years later. <laughs>